Welcome to the Mission Remix Podcast. Throughout history, God has been on mission to redeem the world and reconcile those living within it to himself. The gospel which serves to accomplish this remains the same, but the styles and ways God's people on mission locally frame it for those in their own culture and neighborhoods change. Like some artists, ministers with a mindset to carry out God's mission where they live, they take the familiar words of a song and then arrange it and mix it to have a fresh hearing to their own audience who needs to hear it. These are their stories. These are their methods. This is the Mission Remix Podcast. Well, welcome back to the Mission Remix Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. And um, it is a beautiful spring day. Spring has sprung. It has really literally right around the corner and as we do that that means there's a lot of this that's you that's you <laughs> sniffling and sneezing and congestion i suffer from allergies and so it 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 is just one of those things it's a seasonal deal um, but we do know this hot weather is around the corner so warning to y'all get your ac <laughs> service because here it comes and when uh, heat comes in, in texas and south texas it comes with a fury so be ready but today today we are in the studio and um, i have a special guest today uh, with us as we continue to to talk about um, south maine and where god's at work in the in the lives of people and this is an amazing story that um that I've gotten to to know and to hear, and an amazing man uh, that is across from me here in a moment, as I'll introduce to you, and um, and and so I, I want to give me give you a background about it. Um, last fall, I guess we went through an Oxano series um, called Difference Makers, and as we were going through that, um, I was teaching a, a class, and in that class were were several different people, but in this class was a couple, Aaron and Liz Tolson. And um, after going through that class, um, there are some things. And I don't want to tell you any more than I have to because I want Aaron to tell this story. He's here today. Um, there were some challenges and wonderful things that came out of it for him. And, um, and South Main, um, I, I want you all to hear this. And others, I want you all to hear his testimony um, and how to be a difference maker. And um, so it, it's just, it is amazing. But I, I, do, I do want to read a verse uh, because this, this kind of reminds me of, of some verses. And... In 1 John chapter 4, verses 7 through 12, if you'll just be a little bit patient with me, I'll, I'll read this. And it says this, Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, because God is love. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only Son into the world, that we might live through him. This is love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Now, dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. What wonderful words here. And we're going to see this at play here in just a moment, but wonderful words to remind us of where God is and how he's at work and how we can show God's love to others, not just ourselves, but to others, because that's what Jesus command, love God and love others. And so today, today I've got in the studio, Aaron Tolson, and I want to introduce him. So Aaron, welcome. 
Welcome. All right. Well, thank you for being here today. So how about this? Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Tell us about your family, what you do for a living. Do a little bit of those things. Let people get to know you. Great. Uh, I, uh, 58 years old. I uh, have been going to South Maine here for 36 years. Uh, invited by uh, a friend and mentor, Rick Schroeder. Uh, he was my boss at the time. My wife and I were uh, newly married. And uh, Rick said, "Hey, why don't you uh, why don't you come to church with us?" So uh, we've been going here for a long time, and uh, and, and the church has uh, been wonderful to us. Well, I didn't know Rick was your mentor. I know Rick. Do you know Rick? I do know Rick, and he comes into the Family Life Center. He does. And I got to know him when I was working out there. Um, great guy, um, and I just met him. I just talked with him this week a little bit too. Wonderful guy. So I did not know that. That's pretty. That's pretty neat. There's a connection. See already. Yeah, that, yeah. So, so guy. Rick's uh, Rick's youngest son and my son are the same age. Oh, really? And so, okay. Uh, but Rick was my uh, my boss, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and so he was kind of my, my mentor, and uh, then we coached our kids together in, oh, wow. in sports. Yeah. Yeah. And then his uh, his older boys, the twins, they uh, they both work with me with my business. Okay. And it's uh yeah. So we've we've basically been life life adult lifelong friends. Uh, lifelong friends. That's that's amazing. And um so and so he did he invite he invited you here. He, in, he invited us okay. to the church to the church. Here. Yeah. And that, yeah. That's what it was. Where uh, were y'all going before? Were y'all. Uh, so our so going back, uh, my wife and I. Well, I guess we've been married for thirty six years this year, mm-hmm. but uh, we went to Cloverleaf Baptist Church. Okay, and uh, that's where I started going to church as a, uh, a older teen, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, and my wife and I were married there. My mom was the uh, the youth leader there. Okay, as at 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 the church. Uh, Earl Doucet was the pastor, a great, great man, fire and brimstone salvation message every okay, Sunday. Okay. And uh, it was it was really good. So that that's where we went. Uh, my wife is from East Texas, so when we visited there, we always went to their church there in East Texas. Okay. Uh, but, yeah. That's how it is. Okay, well, wonderful, wonderful. That, that's great to hear a little bit about your your faith background um, because that, that does push you into – where we're going to kind of be heading here in a moment and to have that background. And I know, I know that life is not always easy because we, we go through seasons where at times we are close with God and at times we're not close with God and we go, but in the same sense, if we have that faith background, we know that there's a pooling and there's a calling and it just, it always, it, it's just, it, it's there. And I guess some people will say, I don't know what it is. Well, we know what it's called the Holy spirit. It's there. It's convicting. And it, and it, it is, and it challenges us to do that. And so, um, I necessarily didn't have the faith background growing up mm-hmm. as as a kid. We we would we would go to church, and and then we wouldn't, and for you know a long period of time. And then we would go to church and not. And uh, I went to Catholic church with my aunt and uncle as mm-hmm. uh, as a young teen mm-hmm. for for many years just to be involved with their uh, youth organization. And and so uh, once my I have a younger sibling that's 10 years younger than me and uh once he got older my mom we went back to church we went mm-hmm. to cloverleaf baptist my mom got really involved she was uh you didn't leading the youth and uh and that's when i was saved at about 20 years old okay there, oh, okay yeah, i was gonna ask you when did that happen yeah I, that's where i was saved about 20 years old and you know you you hear people talk about yeah i was there in church and uh 
preacher was talking right to me. You know, it's like <laughs> nobody <laughs> else was there, and uh, and that's the way that I felt. That wow. and uh, he, hey, everything he was saying was was meant and directed right there at me. And uh, so I was I was twenty years old. I uh, I got saved there at Clover, Cloverleaf Baptist Church, and uh, baptized soon after. And uh, and there and here you are. And, and here I am. I mean, it's it's been a uh, it's been a a roller coaster ride, uh-huh. you know, as as life is. But uh, hey, I try to be a better man today than I was yesterday. Amen, amen. And that's what we we tried to do. Um, so let me let me let's let's talk about um, last fall. Um, when we're going through Oxano classes, it was Difference Makers. Um, it's um, written by Greg Mott. And um, as we're going through this, um, as you're going through this, tell us a little bit, um, why did you decide to take this class and, you know, do this and, and, and a little bit of that background a little bit? My wife made me. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no, that's that's no. what it was. So, <laughs> so uh, uh, something put on my wife's heart that, uh, hey, we, we, we don't participate enough. We don't, you know, and so... Uh, I think she gave a little talk uh, one Wednesday about about that, and <laughs> we hadn't been to Wednesday night uh, uh, dinner and classes in 15 years or so, <laughs> and uh, and it was put on her heart. And so, uh, as the faithful husband, I, I joined her, and and I'm so glad that I did. Amazing, amazing. So, as you go into this class, what? Um, tell us something um, about the class. That's something that you learned from that difference making class that that stuck out to you that you carry with you. I still have the mantra. Uh, okay, I, okay, I call it I call it our our class mantra. Okay, uh, I was made for more than watching. I have a history changing, difference making, life giving, spirit empowered legacy to leave. That's right. So, yeah, uh, yeah that's. that's it's a great class mantra that we we went over weekly we every there. week every week and it's, that's that that right there just reminds us it, it kind of keeps you centered um, and there's a little bit of a, a little bit of a, a charge there and accountability and as as we as we do those things and as as you in, encountered that class um, tell us a little bit about what what the Holy Spirit was doing with you yeah so uh, you you know directly from the class being a difference maker doesn't mean that you can fix all the world's problems. But that Christians, uh, one at a time, motivated by the gospel, join together to do something. We can each make a little difference somewhere. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and and I and I started thinking more about that, and I was thinking more about that uh, even even this morning. And uh, hey, some people maybe can't help financially or their time, or but everybody we can pray, mm-hmm. and and we can offer prayer for someone and. Uh, and, and prayer is a, a mighty powerful tool. Absolutely. So we can all be difference makers, whether whatever role that's in. Right. Right. We can all do it. In, in the class that we were in, it was um, it was it was diverse. You know, it, it had it, it had some young and some old. It had a mixture of everything um, in there, and and that's what I enjoyed about it, just to see the because sometimes you think of the you think of the church family, you think of just your little section that maybe your 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 season in life. I guess you could say, but in this class, it was everybody's seasons of life, and it, it was salt and peppered all throughout, and, and you could see that, and so you get a little bit of younger, you get a little bit of older, a little bit of an older, older, you know, and, and, and everywhere in between, and you got to, to sit back, and you got to listen um, to, 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 to everybody just kind of pitch in and, and talk and share, you know, what God, what God is doing, and 
and how to be a, like like the mantra says to be a difference maker everywhere you know because it it is god's legacy for us to live in him and like the scripture says to live in that love and to show that love um for that so um and i want to i want to get into your your testament so in a second about where what we're here for because i think it's just an amazing story it's an amazing story how god pushed you um to to really say okay you want to be a difference maker and you talk it with your mouth. Now let's see the action. Let, let's put it into work because, but that, 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 was a process. It wasn't just one. Okay, let's go. You know, it, it, and I'll get to that in a second, just a second, because um, what I want to explain is, is that um, when, when God calls us, it's, it's different for everybody. And sometimes he calls us in, in, in our families to do things in our families at different times. Sometimes it's at work. Sometimes it's in the community. Sometimes it's the everyday places that we go. Sometimes semi-visit places that we go um, and, and the people that we encounter. Um, and, but to notice people. Because sometimes in life, we can just let people walk by, you know, and we don't think or we don't say anything. But then there's times when the Holy Spirit says, say something something you know and that's the moment that 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 happened for you um tell us tell us a little bit about well i want to get back to what i was going to say relationships 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 are vital relationships are vital for people especially when when the holy spirit says say something you know if you have a relationship with somebody then it, it makes it so much more natural because they know you care. They know those things, right? And it's not just out of the blue, out of the whim. It, it comes from the door. heart. Yes, because, exactly. Because you have a relationship with that person. Exactly. So it comes from the heart, and it and you care about that person. Absolutely. So it means, I think, it means a little more. It does. It does. And the gospel message is so relational. It really is. And and how that is. I mean, Jesus was was that. So, um, tell us tell us a little bit about. This story um, about your your encounter, um, I'll let you tell it, but your sure. encounter and what the Holy Spirit led you to do and why and how it all came together. So give us the whole background leading up to this point. Great. So I'm a, uh, I'm a guy that uh, I'm very devoted, and uh, I go to the same hairdresser. <laughs> I, Tico calls it a hairdresser. I call it a barber. <laughs> but but my, my barber... Uh, works in a little shop in Deer Park across from the college, and she works there all by herself. She's a uh, 60-year-old Vietnamese lady that uh, immigrated from Vietnam, and and I've been going there for years, and every time I go, she, sir, teach me a new word. So I always Mm -hmm. am trying to teach her new words in English. She's been here in the United States for 14 years, and uh, uh, so we we talk about religion. after this class, uh, it, it, it made me want to uh, engage her. Mm. And so she, uh, she grew up, and she's a Buddhist, and she's a practicing Buddhist, and, and I'm not an expert on the Buddhist religion, but uh, they believe, hey, I'm a good person. If I work to be a good person, I'll rebirth, be rebirthed into another person when I die. Mm-hmm. That's, that's kind of the... Yeah. So, uh, so I start telling her about Jesus and I, and and her sister is a is a Christian and so I, every time I go get a haircut I am talking to her about hey I told you to ask your sister did you ask your sister about this you know mm-hmm. and because in this class in the in the difference makers class uh, we learn some people are afraid to talk to people because uh, 
they they don't have enough experience or mm-hmm. there's they're scared and that was me you know they they don't have enough experience or they don't have enough bible knowledge or what so so they were afraid so one evening uh it was she closes at seven o'clock one evening uh it was really close to seven and uh i was with my wife i said let me run by and get a haircut and typically she closes the shop about 6.30 and puts a sign on there. So the shop wasn't closed. Uh, it was 5 till 7, and I said, Ma'am, do you have time for one more? And there was no one in there but her and I. Liz is sitting out in the car. And so she said, yes, yes, come on. Come on, and I'll, I'll take care of you. So uh, I'm talking to her, and, and I'm telling her about Jesus. And I'm, and I'm telling her how to be saved, and, and she wants to know. And, and she wants to know how can she be saved. And, uh, and she wants to, she just had some medical issues. She went to Vietnam for some surgery and she was out. And, and so I, I don't know if that was also weighing on her mind, but, uh, I helped lead her to Christ right, right wow. then in the barber's chair, uh, her, her and I are sitting there holding hands, praying and my wife sitting in the car, probably wondering what we're doing, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, it, it, it was a wonderful story, uh, of someone that doesn't know Jesus and they've never been introduced to Jesus because in her background, uh, Buddhism is what they know. And, and so there's probably, there, I know there's people all over the world that has never heard of Jesus because that's not preached in that part of the country mm-hmm. or so, uh, just by telling her about Jesus, uh, and, and praying with her and she accepted Jesus into her heart and, uh, and I know when, when I go to heaven, I'll see her. Yes, and 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 right there in a, in a barber shop, beauty salon, whatever you want to call it, right there, um, in a, in a small hole in the wall. Um, I, I shared this with somebody, and one of the guys, um, he said, um, "Oh, that place right across from San Jacinto, that, that little hole in the wall." I said, "Yes." They're like, "Really? Oh my gosh, I didn't." I, I, yeah, and and he said, "Well, I'm going to go over there and get my hair cut because you know I, I want to encourage her." You know. It, it does take a village, and it does take encouragement from other people, her sister. you. One of the things that stood out to me you, as you were talking, as you would come into the shop, she would come, sir, sir, you know, teach me a new word, right? She wanted Because she wanted to learn, learn English, right? And that's um, part of the relationship. It opens up communication. Um, she lets you into a part of her world, and she became vulnerable because she knew she wasn't proficient in English, and some that are maybe in, in, in the States, you know, if they're immigrants or whatever, um, maybe they don't want to talk because they, they don't want to. I mean, th- there is. It, it, you have to make yourself vulnerable. Like, I don't know this, and that, what, that's going to expose me a little bit. But she felt comfortable with you because probably because you come in quite often. You, were, you showed God's love like we read, like I read at the beginning of this um, podcast, showing God's love to her, even though she didn't know what that was. But she experienced that and said, okay, Show me. But here, here's, here's the thing that, that, that I love about this, and maybe this is a good title for the podcast. Sir, teach me a new word. You were thinking, okay, I'm going to teach you a word. Let's see. what's uh, You can make a um, Let's go with, you know, I, I don't know, supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, something like that. You know, I mean, you can teach her any kind of ambiguous. You can teach her a, a new word that she doesn't know, uh, expand her language. But really... Her spirit wasn't, that's not what she was getting at. And I can see it. Maybe that's the Holy Spirit at work. Sir, teach me a new living word. Remember that story of the woman at the well, you know, and Jesus, you know, and, 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 and he said, look, if you would ask me 
um, if you know, for me for water, I would have given you living water. You know, that's in essence is what she's asking for. Sir, give me, teach me a new word. So this has been going on for years. Mm-hmm. Teach me a new word. Uh-huh. And because of the Difference Maker class, the new word changed from an everyday word that she could use. It changed to a, a lifelong word, God, that is going to send her to heaven. Eternal. Eternal word. And and as he, you know, um, and, and here's a wonderful thing. I love what you said. You know, you, you said some people, and, and they'll think, I don't have enough experience. I don't have enough Bible knowledge. I don't have these things um, in me. But you took a step of faith, and, and you just said something. And as you said something, did you know, as you lead, all that stuff that you had to know, I mean, did you have to know Greek? Uh, no. Did you have to know Hebrew, Aramaic? I mean, did you have to know the the whole, you know, systematic theology? You know, all these classes that us as seminary, uh, pastors, you know, if we've been to seminary, if we've been there, that we have to learn and stuff. Did you have to know all those things? No. No, you went in with what the Spirit had charged you to do, and you were obedient. And you heard those words, sir, teach me a new word, and that word was Christ. And you sat in the chair as she's clipping your hair, and next thing you know, you're holding hands, leading her to Christ. And what an, what an amazing testimony, um, because I, I can see, you know, just how the Holy Spirit has been leading her. And, and we don't know everything about her, but the fact that to lead her to where she was at that point, and you answered, and, and, and that Holy Spirit said, say something, you know, and, and, and there you were. Now's the time. I mean, Now's the time. typically her, her doors are shut and she's not accepting anybody. It, it, was, it was all just uh, the Holy Spirit. It was meant to be. It yeah. was meant to happen just was, like that. Absolutely. 6.30, she shuts it down. She's there. She, she's the only one there. She could have easily said, you know what? No, come back tomorrow. Right. But the Holy Spirit said, not There's today. Bigger things in store for you. That's right. Not today. And, and, and I, I imagine, I mean, all of heaven's rejoicing. All of heaven's rejoicing, and and to to hear that, so and then to Tico to see my wife sitting in the car, yeah, and yeah. and and what was yeah, what was her reaction? And then witnessing, she was yeah. crying, yeah, yeah, yeah. To to when when I told her what happened, she was like, yeah. "What's going on?" <laughs> so when I told her what happened, uh, my wife didn't know all the story of leading up to this of yeah. me speaking to her uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. through the you know through time about about Jesus, but. Uh, yeah, so so I try to put myself in my wife's shoes, sitting there in the car, with just <laughs> right. us in there. So, yeah. What are they doing? Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, and but to, to see that and her husband leading someone to Christ, and and, and I, I I don't know. I mean, how when you led somebody, when you led her to Christ, when you led her to Christ, what was that like? What was that like for you? Oh, it, it was just a, a a great feeling. I you know that's what uh, that's what we're supposed to do. Yeah. As, as Christians, we're, we're supposed to spread the word uh-huh. and uh, and lead people to Christ. Yeah, but it goes back to: Do I have enough Bible knowledge? Do I have yeah. you know? So you have to take that leap of faith mm-hmm. and 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 do it. It uh, for them, they have to have that leap of faith to to open their mind and open their heart right. to listen. For us, we have to have the Holy Spirit guiding us to to do the right things and say the right things. Absolutely, and, and I imagine. She saw in you, whether she realized it or not, the Holy Spirit in, in you, and realized that because there, there was, like I said, was able to listen to you. And when you start asking those pointed questions about, um, you know, just religion, 
about Jesus. And then she was just, sir, give me that word. Give me that word. She wanted that because you were, you took the time. I mean, how many times, and, and since you shared this to me, you know, I, I go back to, and I go to my hairdresser or whatever, and, and I make it a point to, to those that, that cut my hair to, to, I always usually do make conversation, but really pinpointed conversation to say, hey, because you don't know, know who they're going to be and who, where they are. I find out a little bit more about them now, you know, those kind of things, because it even challenged me. And I'm a minister, and, 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 and I love talking to people about Jesus, but sometimes you can forget about the little things. Um, and I always tell people, even if you're in the grocery line, you know, um, who's behind you, who's in front of you, who's, who's on the other side of the counter from you, those kind of things too. Somebody's always watching. Somebody and, is and, always and watching. How you carry yourself in the actions that you do mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. could be positive or negative and right. on the people that are watching you. Wow, man, it's so so true, so true. And um, you know, as 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 we as we go um, forward from here, you know, and we're about to start a new a new um, change. Yeah, change our world, change our world. A new discipleship class, um, Oxano here coming up in a couple of weeks, and I've asked Aaron to, to come with me and his wife to come and teach alongside us, and we work together and, and to do that because I, I see where the Holy Spirit's at work in, in, in your life, and you, you, you're, you get it. You get it. You understand. You're starting to see this, and we're starting to see this, and as a church, we're starting to see this, and hopefully it'll just, everybody will begin to see it, right? Um, but as, 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 since this, since this, what, and I actually, I think I asked this question to you to, to talk about a little bit, um, if, if there's a scripture verse that God has really just kind of spoken to you about, or maybe just a, a, a story in scripture that, that just encompasses some, something along your journey that just grasps you right now. Yeah, not, not, not necessarily along the journey, but uh, we have a dear friend here at church that's going through some medical problems. And so there's a couple of scriptures that, uh, that I, I sent to her uh, when, when, when we found out she was going through the medical problems. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. and I'll read those if, it's a, if that's okay. Yes, it's go ahead. Deuteronomy 31.6, Be strong and courageous. Do not fear or be in dread of them. For it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. Mm-hmm. And so that, that I wanted to send her a powerful message to, uh, to know that God has her, you know. And, and, and the second one that I sent her was Palm, uh, Psalms 18.6. In my distress, I called upon the Lord. To my God, I called for help. From his temple, he heard, <clears throat> he heard my voice, and my cry to him reached his ears. Mm. That, God's got her. Golly, that, that's God, so powerful. God's got her, you know? And, and we go through things in life, uh, good and bad, but uh, in the end, if we're Christians and we have Jesus in our heart, God's got us. Yeah. How, how is this... How is this um... I guess to kind of go back to it a little bit, how has this this whole deal? How has it um, changed you from here into the future now, like uh, perspective wise? Well, I I now after these classes, I I look for openings that I can get in and maybe reach someone mm. uh, where before I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm a I'm a personable person, but. Uh, I'm personable to the people that I know and are like me and not that are so much different, you know, and, and now I look for openings for, with anyone. Absolutely. That, that, that right there 
is something that um, we as brothers and sisters in Christ, I, I, I pray that we would value and see that. I, that that that's a that's a that's a mark of a spiritual mature Christian moving in the right direction is when we can see people that don't look like us, act like us, dress like us, have the same influence or friends like us. They they are different from us, you know, and we can we can be broken for them just as much as our friends that do act like us, dress like us and smell like us and all those kind of things, right? Um to 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 do those things. But but to see people in that light um is is, is is God at work to show us that this world is so valuable to him and it's so important to him that you don't have to know a lot about, you know, systematic theology or the Old Testament or, you know, you have to take a survey class of the Old or New Testament or even know about the world's religions. Just be available and listen to the Spirit. So when, when that happens and you, you meet somebody, then you can share that with, you know, uh, with 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 that person, I work with people from all over the world in in the office. There's people from all 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 over the world, uh, many different religions, mm-hmm. uh, and so I try to uh, be a respectable uh, stand up person, mm-hmm. so that uh, when they look at me, they they see that that's that's the you know, they're not going to, someone that they don't respect, they're not going to trust in uh, work or in God, Yeah. you know? Yeah. And so I, 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 with working from different, working with people from different, uh, different areas of the world and different religions, and, mm-hmm. and it's really opened my eyes uh, over the last few years to that. That's such a great, a great, just, I, that, that, that's, that's experience that you get, and, and, you're, and you're seeing the value of your work to expose you to those things, but also the value of having God in your life to show others his love. And I know um, you even said that you've, you've got, you're going to spend some time on a, on a, a way, I guess, did you say on a cruise ship or something like that? Or, you know, I, I, I don't yeah, know what, yeah. what, what, so, what it was. So uh, uh, a, a little background is uh, I, uh, I worked for a company for 25 years. Uh-huh. I uh, had, had a great job. Uh, I had a hunting accident, mm-hmm. and the hunting accident uh, retired me, mm-hmm. and uh, and I had a successful business also at the same time, and I was like, hey, this would just be great. I'll just do my business. Uh, there was, God had other plans. I started another business also, and, and both were going good, and Hurricane Harvey come and uh, destroyed that, mm-hmm. and it, uh, it, it changed my world uh, a little bit. And I went back to work after not working for 10 years. I went back to work. And I'm, I'm, for five years now, I've been back at work. And uh, it's, it's been really good. And I missed it. And I missed the, the interaction with people. But the project that I'm on now is, uh, is going to end up in Vancouver, British Columbia, uh, by way of Germany and China and Singapore. And, and then all these parts will be made and shipped back to uh, to, to uh, Vancouver, British Columbia. So with this, it's a very remote area, and uh, we'll have 650 guys living on basically a, a cruise ship for a couple of years uh, building this LNG plant. And then once it's built, then they turn it over to me and my staff, and then we get it ready to run, and we start it up and run it. And... Uh, hand it over to the client. Uh, 
So I, I shared this with Tico a while back. I said, you know, I really don't want to go to Canada, mm-hmm. and, and I don't want to uh, have to leave and go away and leave my family for, you know, a few months at a time and, and, and what have you. But uh, maybe God has it in my plan. I, I When we started doing these Difference Maker classes, I, uh, I had a vision of uh, helping lead church services or Bible study services on this cruise ship in the in the gym. Yeah. And so uh, don't ask me how all that is going to happen, but I think all of these Oxano classes are building me up and getting me ready for that. Man, that's amazing. And tell us a little bit, like you got people from all over the place coming, living on this ship, right? Like the majority of the people uh, that will come to live on the ship will be Canadians. Okay, okay. Uh, it's just a very remote area, so yeah. there's nowhere to stay. That's why okay, we, we're having this cruise ship built, basically, to uh, for everyone to stay. Wow. And so uh, my my team that we have, uh, it'll be all guys, uh, for the most part, from the U.S. Okay, uh, okay. But... Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's people from all over, and and it's a lot of indigenous people. Okay. Uh, from uh from Canada, mm-hmm. uh, we we're working with the indigenous people there to yeah. they're a partner in this, and so uh, yeah, it it'll be it'll be a different eye opening experience it's for sure. And, and and I like what you said. The, your your vision was to you don't know how it's going to work. But that you're going to trust and have faith with the Holy Spirit and in, in, in the logistics of things, and He's going to He'll lay that out. But you have a vision to to share the message with people on this ship. I mean, you have a in some ways have a captive audience because I mean, what, you know can't go anywhere, can't go anywhere really. And and what a better way to to share that and to go into Canada and and to share these fo- with these folks, you know, and and share something and and to be even if it's just one, you know, even to be a difference maker for for one person that could change their life, their, their family life. I mean, for forever, it literally could forever. And, and, and you see how things are, are moving with, with, you know, in people's lives, how one person who comes to Christ changes. I mean, I've, 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 I've done some, 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 I've heard some things lately where people, you know, are, are seeing movements, you know, of course there's a Holy Spirit movement at, at different colleges, but even in people's lives, looking at history, when somebody introduced them to Christ, and because of that person, it changed the trajectory of their whole family. And the whole family now is, you know, they, they've started different things and where we are now today and the different, uh, maybe if you're in the Baptist life, Baptist associations, and it, just because of one person's faithfulness to share Christ and they accepted Christ and it changed their family, their kids, their wife, their, and then for generations, you know, and it, it is amazing that one, one seed can produce so much fruit um, to see that. You 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 say that, and it makes me think of my friend Glenn Dry, who's in Victoria, Texas, and he, oh, okay. uh-huh. he has man to man ministries, uh-huh. and uh, and his thing is plant the seed in the man. The man's the leader of the house, uh-huh. and the and the man it spreads out to the rest of his family, yeah. and the, and the wife and the kids, right. and then eventually grandkids, and and they're they're you know all. all you know, in-laws, you know, their son-in-laws, don't know if they get married, all those kind of things, you know? And it doesn't have to be the man. Uh, a lot of times uh, the, the, the the woman of the household right. is usually the first one that goes to church and says, yes. hey, we're going to change. But, change. but uh, uh, I'm raised old and traditionally where the man yeah. is, the, is the leader of the house, and, uh-huh. and that, that should be our job. Yeah, to, to, to lead. 
to lead and to be able to. And I, I know in, in this book that we're going to be doing, Change, um, Change the World, um, John Maxwell, as he says it, I think that um, he even in there in that book, he says that um, everyone's a leader. If you influence somebody, you're a leader. Now, that could be positive or negative, you know, but if you influence somebody. So what kind of influence are we going to be? And what kind of influence should we be? And as we read scripture and as we hear your story, and, and this is what I, I, I love about it. Folks here at South Bay may not know you. There's some people that may not know you. But I'm hoping that um, hearing your story is going to resonate with somebody and say, yeah, I, 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 know, I know where he's at. I, I don't think I'm qualified. I don't think that I can do this. And he just went into his hairdresser and, and to be an encouragement for him, not, not to say, hey, you should be doing this, but to say, hey, this is an encouragement that we can do this, you know, and, um, and so when, when somebody comes and maybe in their life, they're saying, sir or ma'am, can you teach me a new living word? Can you teach me a new word, you know, to, to, to speak into my life? And as you do that, as you build that relationship, you know, and, and you've been going to this hairdresser for a while and, and it, but it does take time. But what about our neighbors? What about, you know, those that, that we interact with on a more daily basis? She can know? influence those other people. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it does. It, it does move, and it's exciting um, to to see how God God does work in your life, how He does work in my life, and I get to sit back at times and and see, hey, this is great to hear a testimony from you. And I've known you, uh, I've known you a little bit, but now I feel like I'm getting to know you even more um, over these past few months, and it's been wonderful. Um, it's been great to to see you grow and encourage me to grow and me as as I grow and and, and everything. I share it with my wife your story with my wife and she's like that's amazing. Oh my gosh, you know it's like oh it's so good and I share it with other people. They're like wait what? And they're like that's amazing. And and um, one of my uh, college students that um, that 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 I have that actually we led to Christ. He lived in our neighborhood when we first moved in. We're we're real big on on neighborhood ministry. Um, his name is Ricky. Um, he'll probably be listening to this later, later. Ricky, this is your, Ricky Garza is your shout out. Here you go. Um, he, uh, he, he loves, um, and he can give a wonderful testimony. He's turned his life around and he is, he shares Christ everywhere he goes. And, and I shared your story with him. And, and here's a 22 year old. And he was like, that's that's my guy. Like that, that those are my peeps. I, I I love that. That was an encouragement to him. Um, and he's like, that makes me fired up. I want to go and continue to do this, to do this, you know. Um and been a great mentor to him. Yes, yes, yes. Ricky, yes. And and, and and it takes sometimes it takes a mentor. Yes, it does. To uh to lead us and guide us. That's right. Yours is Rick. Well, you Rick, know, Rick in invited me. Uh yeah. I, I would I would say uh my real mentor would be my father-in-law. Okay, Liz's dad. Yeah, uh, yeah. So Liz took me home to uh, East Texas to meet her uh-huh. family. And where uh, in East Texas did is she from originally? She is from Hemp Hill, Texas. Hemp Hill, Texas. Okay. So it's on a little little town on Toledo Bend. That's uh, they don't ha- they have maybe one stoplight, but <laughs> they have a Dairy just, Queen. It's a no. It's <laughs> no. just four corners. Four it's, corners. It, it is. That's all it is. Is four corners. All right, folks. I'm I'm sure you're going to go Google Hemp Hill, Texas. Hemp Hill, now. Texas. It's on Toledo Bend. So so that's where Liz is uh, is from. Uh, but uh, when Liz took me home to meet her dad and bonus mom, uh-huh. greatest people you could ever meet. Uh, that first weekend that I met them, I was like. Man, this guy is amazing. 
Yeah. I, I want to be like him, mm. you know, and, and look how much everybody looks up to him and respects him. Yeah. This is who I want to be like. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, ultimately the class that we just ended, right, we, right. we all want to be like Jesus, Christ, right? right. Mm-hmm. That, but, uh, as a, as a heavenly, I mean, as a, as a heavenly person, we all want to be like Jesus, right. but here on earth, we all have to have some mentors that can exactly. lead us and guide right. us. And, right. and my father-in-law is, is, is who I really look up to. to That's great. It, it's great to have those, to have those mentors in your life, to help guide, to respect, to love, you know, and a bonus, your father-in-law, you know, and that helps relationship out, you know, your in-laws, cause some people give, I love my in-laws, you know, I, I do. And, um, in-laws are, 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 can be great. And I have, I have a, a great, um, I have some great in-laws, you know, and, um, but I'm, I'm, I'm glad to see you, um, thriving. I'm glad to see, I'm glad, to, I'm, I'm so blessed that, that the spirit led you to you and your wife to, to the class. And we got to, to spend time with each other. And I'm so glad that, um, you were, you were obedient to God to hear her say, sir, teach me a new word. And that ultimate word was the living word. And you shared that with her. And I'm so blessed to hear that testimony, but not only the me, but those that are going to hear this are so blessed to hear that, to say, Hey, I'm encouraged um, by you, by listening to this today. So my grandson is seven, Uh only one grandchild and uh, spoiled rotten. (laughs) Uh, But I try to get some alone time with him all the time. So uh, a lot of times I'll pick him up on Fridays from school. Okay. And, and so, because of the class, I, I start talking to him, and he goes to a Christian school, uh-huh. so he he hears he hears the the word and the Bible yeah. on a on a weekly basis. Uh, so I start talking to him about uh, you know how how to be saved and get Jesus in your heart, and you know, and and, and, and he knows and he's uh-huh. heard that, and uh, and and uh, he says he has Jesus in his heart, uh-huh. and I mean, what a great thing for a, a grandfather to. Right to get to uh, get to talk to his seven-year-old grandson about Jesus. Jesus. Called a legacy, you know, to, to hear that, to see that. Um, your, your kids, grandkids, grandkids' kids, so your great-grandchildren down the road um, that we just, we just pray, and that's what we, we want to see our kids know Christ, but when I, I guess the bonus would be when you see your grandkids then you know, it's, oh man, that's so amazing. You know, I, I really, so I, I, I don't know if you know, but Liz and I taught fourth grade Sunday school here for many years. Okay, okay. And so I, I really like, uh, I really like the kids, uh-huh, and, and uh-huh. at that fourth grade level, that's about 10, 11 years old. Yeah. You know, and and you can really make be a difference maker with, for that age kids. Yeah. It's, it's Every, everywhere you go, everywhere you go, and, and don't assume just because they're in church that they know Christ. You know, um, they could be with a friend. They could just be, who knows? Maybe, maybe they're um, not spiritually developed. Maybe they don't get that at home. You know, maybe mom and dad are wondering why they're at church. You know, they're coming they're just kind of walking through. You never know what people are. So take the opportunity. You can lay that groundwork. Absolutely. And we're all, we're all working together. We're all working together, brothers and sisters in Christ. So, well, um, thank you so much for joining us. You know, thank you for sharing your testimony and thank you for um, just being obedient. And, And I love that. Sir, teach me a new word. I think that's just going to ring in my ears all week, in, well, all weekend long, all even next week. Uh, spring break for us here down in Texas. You know, next week a lot of us are on spring break. Um, sir, teach me a new word. I think that I love that. I love that. And um, but thank you for for teaching us a new word and and hearing your testimony, um, Aaron. That that's that's so fantastic. So thank you for joining us today. Um, let me. I tell you what. Um, let me say a prayer for us. And um, and we'll 
close this out. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Father, for, well, allowing us to listen back, just to sit back and listen to you through Aaron. And Father, sometimes we just have to hear your spirit and we know your spirit and to see it at work in him and to hear it at work in him, the, the passion, the compassion, the uh, the empathy, Father, the the love, the hope that he gave and that he gives. Um, Father, we pray for him as as he ministers to to those that he'll be up in Canada with on a on a on a cruise ship, but also a hairdresser as he continues to encourage her. Work is not done, Father, um, wherever he may go. But Father, may it be uh, Father an encouragement to us. So I thank you for this testimony. I thank you, Father, for Aaron. I thank you for his wife. I thank you for his family. I thank you for even his grandson. Thank you for his children, Father. I thank you, Father, that um, you have brought him here, South Maine, to share this, Father. But, Father, I, I also know that he's an encouragement for us to be a difference maker. So I pray, Father, that we can do that, Father. Someone that can love, no matter who it is, whether they look like us or not, or act like us or not. Um, Father, that often you were often impressed with the unimpressive. And, Jesus, that, that's because who you were. And you took the time. May we take the time. So when we hear those words, sir or ma'am, teach me a new word. We'll hear the Spirit say, say something. In your son's name we pray. Amen. Well, thank you everybody for joining us. And uh, we hope that this has been a blessing to you. Thank you, Aaron, for coming in and and sharing your your message with us. We hope that you have a wonderful, wonderful weekend, and God bless, and we'll see y'all later. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Mission Remix Podcast. If you would like to hear more stories and conversations from those like our guests today who are living missionally in their own cultures and neighborhoods, be sure to hit like or click subscribe from wherever you're listening to this show. If this episode was encouraging and inspiring to you, feel free to share it with others who could use some encouragement too. The Mission Remix is a podcast of South Main Baptist Church in Pasadena, Texas, where we work, support, and partner with many missionaries and pastors like the one you heard today around the greater Houston area. If you would like to know how you can further support mission endeavors like these, whether that be through generosity or service, you can email us at info at southmain.org. Until next time, keep living on mission for the sake of your own neighborhood.